Testing, testing. <laughs> My name is Joseph. I'm an alcoholic. Um, Go, city. Joseph. Go. All right, Zoomers. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to say that I'm honored and privileged to be speaking in front of a group of Alcoholics Anonymous, my friend Deborah Carmen. Uh, at this point, my sobriety with Deborah Carmen calls, I listen, that's it. She's EF Hutton and me, so she's one of my dearest friends. And you'll get a blast if you haven't heard her before. Um, to qualify, well, let's see. I think the most important thing is it's Sunday night at 7 o'clock. I'm speaking in an A meeting. I have a book of jacuzzi and prime video on Netflix, and here I am. <laughs> and I can still, still consider it an honor. I was really excited to tell what she told me. So uh, when I came here, I was wondering if I'd know anybody. I'd been to this meeting once before. Uh, I had a little less time. I think I had like three days or something. Uh, and I have 20 months today. And uh, I was pretty spun. You know, so if I said anything inappropriate to anyone in here, I apologize in advance. <laughs> Very enthusiastic, but spun. So, um, relapse is part of my story, just, just to qualify. Um, I've had time. I've lost time. I didn't lose time. I gave it away. I threw it away. For the most spurious, unimportant reasons that I couldn't make sense of, explain it to you if I could, I, I threw it away because I stopped doing what needed to be done. In the past, I would not be here speaking to you today. I think my entire 20-year pro uh, program, more than that, in AA, uh, I maybe did a 10-minute one time, and I would share about my greatness and my accomplishments uh, occasionally in a meeting, and I never really fell a part of with any of you guys. I really didn't. I felt like your people I visited two or three times a week. I never connected. And today, you're my dearest family, and I love all of you, the people I don't know, and I have nothing but the best wishes for all of you. Uh, there's a lot of people in this room. I was wondering if I'd know anybody. There's, there's more people from the Canning Club near there was the Canning Club the last meeting. <laughs> so that's kind of like my home away from home. Uh, I'm just your, your normal, uh, you know, average. I was totally straight. My family's no problems, no criminal records, no divorces, uh, maybe a part, traffic ticket. Uh, one was a school teacher. One was a sales executive. They all went to college, Jewish family. And, um, not particularly religious, so I can't, I can't blame that. I have dogs, I have food, I had toys every holiday. Uh, I think I paddled one time my whole life. Uh, maybe that's a problem, I don't know. And um, I still, and when I got to high school, I was very shy, extremely shy. And just to give you an idea where I was coming from, uh, at 16, I was not only in marching band, I played the sousaphone, really, you know, and I was in the Wargamer Club. Not only was I in the Wargamer Club, I played Dungeons and Dragons. And I was the dungeon master. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, we're talking heavy, heavy geek, heavy geeker. I like to read books on mathematics and, and philosophy. That was where I was. Not many women were really chasing me too much. I did when I was 16 half, some young lady uh, basically assaulted me. So I finally got a girlfriend, God bless her. <laughs> it never would have happened otherwise. Right after that, uh, that young lady and another girl uh, invited me to drink uh, three Schlitz bowls behind... Uh, a very romantic spot behind a trash can in her apartment building, which I thought was great. And I was anti-drug, but as soon as they said, you want to go, I went, you know? And I loved the effect that alcohol had on me. I was no longer shy. I didn't just have to stick with that girlfriend and grab on her like I should have. I had new options available to me. And um, by the time, let's see, it was the three months before I graduated high school, I had no problem. I started drinking. By the end of high school, I'd assaulted a man and started before a game, drunk. Almost got expelled, barely squeaked out of there. Um, totally lost focus on college. Uh, had a series of minimum wage jobs, you know, moving, you know, clerking, uh, you know, helping people move their furniture. Things that we do as newcomers or people that are 
you know, can't hold a job. And uh, it went bad for a long time. And I was, I got some other outside issues there. Like I, I tried rock cocaine once for five years and that, that really didn't go well. Uh, I got evicted from my apartment and moved in with her. She said, you can stay here. And she was 33 and I think it was 18. So you know what that was about. <laughs> so uh, uh, anyway, that, that, that continued for a long time. And I, I eventually discovered a, and I got stabbed and I got shot and at different times in the, like a six month period. My family decided LA was not the place for me to be anymore. This is during the crack years. And I was right there in the, in the thick of it. And, um, very small minnow, nothing important. And um, I went up to Laguna Beach, my beautiful aunt and uncle, attorney, teacher, high level, beautiful house, nice people. And uh, I proceeded to steal their car to get to LA, back to LA to get some, some stuff. And I, I did that several times. And I decided something had to change. So I started going to meetings. And I did Joseph's program. Joseph's program was a big scrabble with Deborah's sponsor, Kiki, <laughs> and Peggy. So my vocabulary was great. Um, and that's the way my life went. After that, I did have some success getting time. And it's always this Alcoholics Anonymous is a wildly powerful program. Okay. You can do step one, two, and three. I, at least I can, or I have, maybe not anymore, but I have, and you can stay sober for a considerable length of time. Now your life will come off the rails because my, my problem centers in my mind. Okay. And I make decisions that are very poor to say the least. So after, you know, five and nine years, I, I gave my sobriety away. And if you think it's the newcomers, I know you're having a hard time. You haven't got an obsession. You want to hurt, you know, do nine, 10 years and go from 200,000 a year, having everybody's respect and the executive of everybody's estates. And six months later, you're homeless in TJ and uh, you are not wanted by no one and you get busted by the federal government. I spent some time in a happy place for people that are knuckleheads. So this time around, uh, I'm doing it all. You know, if they ever asked or anyone asked me to do, do something, I really make my best effort to do it. This is the bottom of my life, not the top of it. It's not somewhere in the middle. Work comes second. My relationship comes second. Everything comes second to Alcoholics Anonymous. I think very, very carefully about changing my program. Recently, I went back to work full-time, really good job, you know, making money again, but I couldn't go to my morning meetings. I really went over that with people because I was really frightened to do that because the primary way I find out it's not working is to stop working. I, I just don't want that anymore in my life. I just don't. And uh, the program works so well for me. It's a shame. I, I miss you guys. I want to, I'm going to a lot of meetings now and sharing and speaking, but um, I really can't get enough AA. I mean, when I don't have, when I have free time, I go to AA. I mean, I love you guys. I hear all kinds of great things. I learn things. Tim, I'd be out there collecting cigarette butts with brand new at the candy club for no reason other than I just want to stay sober. He'd be out there. You know, Tim's very successful. He's a, he's a solid guy. He's got a lot of time. What are you doing, Tim? Just staying sober, just like you are. <laughs> you know, Deborah, the same thing. You know, I, I did a little experiment once with a sponsor. I talked to three different, I talked to three different people about the steps. A new person, a person with five or ten years, a person with a lot of time like Deb or, or Tim. And you know what the, the what I found out? The people that are new they're, are serious, they're right by the book, and they're very happy. The people that uh, are in the middle are starting to do their own thing which is why there's not a lot of people with a lot of time. And there's a lot, been a lot of funerals, a lot of suicide, a lot of people committed suicide because that's our answer without the program. It's a spiritual program of growth. And if I don't grow, I'm a time bomb waiting to go off. There's no in the middle, no in the middle. And it's a wonderful life. I have a car, I have a good job. And I really dug a hole, believe that. I have a nice apartment, I have a nice girlfriend, I have two beautiful dogs. 
One of which I got from somebody who stopped doing the program, unfortunately, but she's a beautiful little animal. I have great friends. I would not know Deborah Carmen or Tim or Britt or any of you folks, Mateo, any of you, Jim, anybody, if it wasn't for the program Alcoholics Anonymous. My friends all have our ball of tattoos, which is unfortunate since I have no tattoos of any kind. I don't like myself without hair. <laughs> so um, I guess my message is if you're new, just do the thing. You're here anyway. You're going to be tempted. The world, you got to be like, like, like the world is an ocean, A is a pure pile. You gotta pretend you're a barnacle because you're gonna get distracted. People are gonna distract you. The world's gonna, your normie friends are gonna tell you one thing. The, you're gonna hear things on YouTube, all kinds of crazy stuff. Just stay the course. If you want your misery back, it'll be re refunded in full, I guarantee you. Thanks for letting me share.